Join us on the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint Podcast as we delve into the world of living a luxurious lifestyle as a successful entrepreneur. Our discussions will cover essential topics such as the significance of networking in business, relationship building, leadership, spirituality, luxury travel, empowerment, healthy living, and personal development. We will also talk about how you can leverage your attractive lifestyle and heal and reinvent your life by managing other factors such as mental health, stress, time, and much more. The Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint Podcast, hosted by B. Baylor, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Prepare to emerge in a world of elegance, refinement, and sophistication as we bring our guest. She is someone that you need to know, and she's going to guide us on the path to becoming a true lifestyle guru to experience the allure of luxury living with B. Baylor. I'm your dedicated host. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint. This is a radio show powered by Voice America, and my topic today is manifesting the life you didn't know you could dream. And I'm going to say it again, manifesting the life I didn't know I could dream. This topic takes you on a journey of self-discovery, transformation, a place where we explore the power of manifestation and the potential, um, it, it potentially reshape your life. So today I have a very special guest that is joining us. She is a beacon of light who has harnessed the power of manifestation to create a life she didn't even know that she could dream of. Her name is my friend, Karen Duncan. Karen is not just an ordinary woman. She is passionate and she's an advocate for holistic healing and has used these principles to manifest her life beyond her wildest dream. From overcoming personal obstacles to achieving a professional, successful life, Karen's journey is a testament of the power of manifestation in healing. Together, we're going to dive deep into manifestation and share the insights and practical tips on how you can manifest your life that you've always dreamed about and you can achieve it. Sit back, relax, and open your mind as we embark on the enlightening journey together. You can listen in on TuneIn, Amazon Music, iHeart, Spotify, Pandora, Voice America as well, because we're also live on Facebook. Go on over there and click on Facebook, the B. Baylor page. You can also call 1-866-472-5788. Repeat that, 1-866-472-5788. Let's get started. I need to talk. I need to talk a little bit more about Karen. I had the privilege of coaching and getting to know 
her, um, when we were working on her nonprofit, she's from Chicago. And let me tell you guys, she's achieved a lot of things. She started her academic journey at the University of North Texas and later her master's degree from the University of Illinois. Karen, she established a um, peak and cruise travel agency. That was a very successful um, agency that she's been in for almost 30 years. She's She was also a teacher at uh, Austin Community College, Austin, Texas. And 2010, Karen discovered the healing power of meditation. And she discovered the passion that she had for holistic well-being. But listen, guys, in 2018, her and her husband both moved to Panama, where she began a career as a singer I didn't even know Karen could sing. And she is now a professional singer. Um, and, and she's also, uh, she, while she was in Panama, she became a Chopra certified primordial sound meditation and perfect help of Arveda lifestyle instructor. I hope I said that right. Yeah. Hey, uh, and you know, Karen's just on this journey with her uh, that she's going to show us some transformation. It's a meditation coach. Let's breathe, B. Let's breathe. Let's breathe and give Karen Duncan a warm welcome. <laughs> Karen, <laughs> thank, you. thank you, thank you, thank you, B, for this opportunity to, to tell my story. I'm so happy to be back with you. I know. I you. You're, and you're still in Panama, right? Yes. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if you can see my screensaver, but that's looking off of my balcony. In my no uh, off my house, oh, yeah, on the 12th uh, okay, floor. Of okay, okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> everybody that's watching, Karen. I decided that I would not do like a scripted show because right. Karen and I both have a relationship, we know each, we've known each other for a very long time. So this is going to be a very organic show where right. people can call in and ask questions and. Uh, Karen, my first question, you're at, you're on the luxury lifestyle blueprint, mm-hmm. but you're going to help us to create a p- blueprint today. Yes. What does luxury life mean to you, Karen? First of all, freedom. Luxury right now to me means something totally different than it meant years ago. To me right now, it's the luxury of being able to do the things that I want to do and having the belief of infinite possibilities. That means my mind is open to knowing that I can have, whether it's material, spiritual, whatever it is in this world that I want to have and things I want to do, I can do them. It's just a matter of believing them, having the faith that it's going to come through. That's what luxury lifestyle means to me. I get to live in Panama and I still get to travel the world and spend time with my family. That's exactly what I need. So it's not Louis Vuittons and a brand new Mercedes Benz and a big house, all those things, you know? No, not anymore. It used to be that when I lived in Austin, absolutely, you know, to have a Benz and to have the purses and things. Since moving to Panama, you realize that you can live with a lot less and a lot simpler. I know that view may not look like I live very simply, but I do, you know, when comparison to what we um, what we had and what we how we lived in the States. Uh, my life is way simpler 
And um, I just don't, I don't have a need for, I don't have a need for all the material things that I used to have. Yes, Karen, I have been to your house. It was (laughs) gorgeous. It was just amazing. And I know that you and your husband drove nice cars and so did I. But I want to know, I want you to take us back to how you manifested your lifestyle. So many women want to do, Karen, even I. There was a lot of fear. I did a manifestation. So I want you to take us back or take us on a journey of how you manifested your life and start from the beginning. Don't leave anything out, Karen. Leave nothing out. Well, I was born a little black child on the south side of Chicago. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Way down yonder. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, I, my, my mom was a teacher. My dad was a, a, a sergeant in the Chicago police department. I was an only child and they were very, very strict. So actually my, my manifestation actually started back then. Now that I look back and see how my life has developed because my mother and I had a very challenging relationship as I was growing up. And so my dream was to be able to leave home. You know, I had two very strict parents. They loved me. I got to have lots of opportunities, but they were very strict. So I wanted to leave home. So my thing was I was going to go to college so that I could get out of their house and never come back again ever. And that's exactly what I did. So when I look back, that was the first thing that I manifested, being being able to make good enough grades and have the ability to go away to college. And I luckily never had to go back because of uh, to, to live with them, except when my mom got sick. But moving forward through through life, I started my journey around 2010. My son got a diagnosis. Uh, he was sick. I was having some um, um, diagnoses, multiple diagnoses. They diagnosed me with three different autoimmune problems. And when they finally diagnosed me with lupus, I started looking into what that meant and what the symptoms were and what was going to happen to me. And my family was going crazy. My mother was, you know, so upset and so stressed about it. And so once I started looking at it, I said, well, I'm going to go to a um, a group and find a support group so I can find out more about this. And when I got there, the people were so much sicker than I was, to be honest, mm-hmm. that at that particular moment, I decided I'm not going to give in to this. I'm not this sick. I'm not going to get this sick. So I've got to figure out what I need to do to, to do better. Well, at the time... Deepak Chopra and Oprah had started um, this 21-day meditation program, and they were coming out with different topics every 21 days. Yes. So I started um, listening and meditating with those with those programs. I figured anything Oprah could do or anyone that she endorsed, I needed to endorse. That was the first thing. I guess she was the first person they say, look up to people that you admire or find someone that you would like to be like. I didn't have to have to have her billions. I could. I mean, I you didn't get a car. <laughs> right. I would. Yeah, I would love to. But my thing with her was she was getting into 
into her spiritual life. And she was she had partnered with Deepak in order to do this, to teach people how to live more positively. So I started doing that. And little did I know as I as as things went on, time went on, I began to notice how things were changing. The other thing that happened was um, Deepak um, promotes Ayurveda, which is a 5000 year old medical system, lifestyle medical system out of India. Uh And it's about learning your mind, body, spirit, constitution. And then developing your lifestyle around that. Yes, it does include some foods that you may be able to eat versus somebody else not being able to eat. But it also means what time you wake up in the morning, what types of exercises you do. It's the taking care of yourself, not being afraid of self-care, you know, self-massage and taking time to be by yourself, meditation. And so I got into that. And in doing so, my attitude about life began to change. Things that I used to tolerate, I could no longer tolerate. And I realized that there were, I was surrounded by things that were toxic, people that were Mm -hmm. toxic. I had a job that um, was toxic because of the people. And all of a sudden, I felt like I needed to release some of those things. So I fired some friends. I tell people in a heartbeat, I just fired them. You know, all they wanted to do was complain about the same stuff every day. Every time we talked to each other, they never had anything positive to say about anyone or anything. Um, and so I, I started releasing those types of people and, and situations. Um, I quit my job. People thought I was crazy. Why would you do a job like why would you have done that? Yeah, why would you why would you do that? Well, I always had my little side hustle. Sometimes it was it was full time, sometimes it was side, um, my right. travel agency. So, you know, I always knew that I could I could pick that back up and do it 100 percent of the time, but I needed to get out of the environment that was making me sick. It literally sent me to the doctor and he said, You're gonna have to make a decision because your blood pressure keeps spiking, you know. And so I quit. Well, I have found that when you release those type of situations, I, I say there's there's blessings in adversity. You never know what's around the corner. You've just got to trust that the universe is going to work out the details for you. And that's how my life began to change. Once I decided that I was going to step out on faith, all of us talk about we believe, we got faith, all of this, and then we want to doubt everything that comes our way and and question what it is that we're asking our, our higher beings for, God, Jesus, Yahweh, whoever you believe in. But you've got, once you once you set an intention or put your attention on something that you want, your manifestation then you've got to you've got to put it out into the universe and not and not really have any expectations. You've got to let it put it out there and let it go. Have you probably heard the saying where they said, let go and let God? You just let go. And so I began to do that. So my life began to change. I started realizing I was a lot happier. My husband was happier because I was happier. Um, opportunities started to come my way. And so things were working out. It was like it, the job, no job situation wasn't a problem. The money began to come in. My bills were being paid. Everything was okay. My health was getting better. 
I haven't taken medicine. So this was, I haven't taken medicine for any autoimmune um, situation in more than 10 years, if not more. Um, so, nothing. so Karen, you moved to Panama. Mm-hmm. So Did let me tell you how I moved to Panama. Let me just yeah. tell you. How, let me tell you how. Because yeah, you just up and left Austin. Yes, I was obsessed with House Hunters International during this time. I would wake up in the morning and watch that show, and go to bed every night watching that show. My family knew I was obsessed, and I kept thinking we can do this. My husband got a call from his job saying he was going to be laid off again for like the third time. And he says, I'm tired of this crap. I need, I'm, I'm ready to retire. And he was getting close to retirement age. And I said, okay, let's look at what we can do to manage, to, to, to extend our dollars it, because we really weren't financially in a position to do that. So we started looking at places to move because we had, I'd been watching the show. And Panama became that place because of many things, medical care, the cost of living, the, the they use the U.S. dollar. So we sold everything. I called I you. I called <laughs> you. I called everybody I knew. And we said, we're moving to Panama. And people said, you're doing what? And we said, we're moving to Panama. We had never been to Panama. Never. So we picked up. And came to Panama, I had no idea what we were getting into, but it's been the best decision we've ever made. My life is nothing like it was in the States, and it's nothing like I would have ever imagined it would be. That's why I've manifested a life that I never knew I could have. Or dream. And Uh you definitely, I mean, you got there and you stepped into a career that you knew you were a singer. Just, it was, you're just a hidden gem because... You, you're, I mean, I've heard you sing, you got your band and that's amazing, Karen. And yeah, 59 years old, I started a professional singing career. Is that something other women can do? Absolutely. You know, it really boils down to what is your dream? What is it? There are four soul questions I ask my, my meditation group every time we meditate. Who am I? What do I want? What are my deepest desires? What is my purpose? And what am I grateful for? And what has happened is we've been conditioned by families, um, churches, traditional environments to go into something or be something that other people want us to be. I always wanted to be a singer. I sang at Mm. home by myself all, all my childhood. And then I was discouraged from making it a career. So I only sang on vacations. I'd go on a cruise and I'd sing karaoke. And I figured if nobody liked it, they never knew me anymore. So you know, it was a big deal. And so when I got to Panama and I asked, I, I, I just asked a friend, her husband was singing that night. I said, if he ever is looking for a backup singer, I'd like to try it. And she uh-huh. told him that night and he called me on stage that evening. And after he did that a couple of times, he said, why don't you start coming to rehearsals? And so I did. And and so I started singing with his band. And then a a year later, me and the bass player broke off and created our own band. And we just we released our second EP this year, our second album. Congratulations, Um, Karen. Yeah, it's pretty. Karen, I want to dive a little deeper 
because fear is a factor. Mm -hmm. Stress and fear. Um, And you've been gone from Austin for quite some time. And of course, you know, the cost of living Mm -hmm. has skyrocketed in the Austin area. Yes. And that's drastic. That's a drastic step that you did. But yes. it weighed had a big factor in your he- in your health. And yeah. there's in my in my daughter, I'm just gonna mention her name, um, Shamita. She is one that loves to play into the universe of giving, mm-hmm. let the universe give. Yes. Elaborate on that a little more. So fear keeps us from doing a lot of things that we um, would love to do. In fact, we talked about this in our meditation group uh, on Saturday. What are what what are you holding back doing in your life because of fear? And yes, it's not unrealistic that finances is something to be afraid of. It's something to be stressful for. You just can't up and quit your job like I did. You know, not everybody has. But I've always felt that I would be able to find something. I'd be able to do something. I could hustle enough to make enough money to to take care of my business, right? And so, Get some hustling. Yeah, yeah. You just have to do what you have to do. But right. but but fear will stop us, and it has stopped us from making decisions that keep us happy. And and the 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 my mother once told me happiness was relative because I told her I was going through a divorce at the time. And she said happiness was relative because she wanted me to stay where I was. And, and my thing is if you're not happy, you can't lose weight. You can't find the partner that you're looking for. You can't find the job that you're looking for. All of that comes out as energy aura in your aura, all of that. So when you go for that job interview, for that perfect job that you're looking for, if you're sad, if you're sick, if you're not, it comes through that that's going to that's going to come off as being something is just a little bit off. And so what we have to start doing, and that's why meditation is so important to me, because we have the same um, 60 to 80,000 thoughts every day. They're the same we had yesterday, the same we had before. And they're usually all pretty negative. We have what they call negative bias. We're more in tune to think the negative than we are the positive. So what we have to do is start being silent and letting our minds rest and get rid of some of the negativity so that we can actually begin to believe that we can move beyond what those fears that we've set on ourselves. Some of it comes from other people telling you you should be afraid. Oh my gosh, that part right Some there. Some of it comes Karen. from what you hear on the news that you should you should be fearful of this and fearful of that. And it, we've got to start stop listening to that. We we put our own negativity on our own self. We don't need additional stuff, right? So we really do need to sit quiet for a while. I I tell people, you know, we pray all the time. People pray asking God for this and asking God for that. But have you ever just just shut up so that he can tell you and and show you what he, I mean, he's giving you, he's showing you the signs, but because we keep chattering, you know, that's what, that's the difference between mere prayer and meditation. Prayer is asking God for something. Meditation is sitting in silence so that he can answer your prayer. So you can hear 
the answers to your prayers. You can hear the creativity that's coming through you, through from your soul about who you really are and what you really want. And then that's when you're able to move forward. Otherwise, you do sit paralyzed in fear. You can't, you just can't move forward. Are you too old to manifest a new life? You're never too old. You're never too old. We're reading a book in my meditation group um, by a 102-year-old doctor. She's one of the first um, integrative doctors in the United States. She's 103 right now. She wrote the book at 102. And she gives you six tips on how to live a healthy and, and, and happy life. You can be whoever you want to be at whatever time. Sometimes it's just not your time to be a singer at 18. You know, sometimes you have to wait till you're 59 years old to become a become an international singing star. That's what I say. <laughs> National singing star, you know, because I live in Panama and I and I can sing. But, you know, my thing is, OK, now I've done this. I'm, I'm going to get my first Grammy at 65. You know, you may not believe it. Nobody else may believe it. But if I want it bad enough and I put it out into the universe, somebody is going to somebody's going to see something that I've done. And if you see me walk across that stage in two more years, when I'm 65 years old, you're going to say, I'd be dang. She that did exactly Karen she Duncan. Did. She <laughs> did it again. She's, right. she, did what, she did exactly what she said she was going to do. But that's right. what it takes is believing it. You've got to believe it from your heart. You've got to believe it. And you can't let anybody talk you out of it. Karen, the heart, the heart and the mind, I think the mind is the biggest organ, but I always say everything that is around the heart, and you've definitely yes. been with me, I've had a major, major heart attack. Right. And, um, and I've learned um, just by you have to do it. Right. You you have no choice. And we're going to take a short commercial break, Karen. Mm -hmm. And when you come back, we're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about losing weight and um, how you did it. Right. Yeah. yeah. 30 pounds. It was it wasn't it wasn't easy, Karen. No, it wasn't overnight. No, it definitely wasn't overnight, but my head, my brain and my heart and my happiness had a lot to do with me being successful this time because I tried every diet in the book and I'd not been able to maintain it. You know, I'd always gain it back, but it was because I wasn't living my authentic life. And until I discovered that and started doing the things that I truly love and by giving back to others, you know, um, I no longer concentrate on the weight lost and, and, and having to deal with that type of thing anymore. And now I just try to help other people find their, their way to happiness so that they can achieve their goals. Do you feel like that's your calling? Yeah, absolutely. Karen? Absolutely. Right. That's my calling. Absolutely. Wow. But you had to go to that other country to to you didn't have to. You you could have done yeah. it right here in the States. Yeah. But the other country. Uh, let's go to commercial and okay. we'll be right back, y'all.
Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Are you ready to elevate your business with B. Baylor Coaching and Marketing? Looking to supercharge your digital strategy? Look no further. B. Baylor Coaching and Marketing offers tailored solutions to help your business soar to new heights. Choose from our exclusive social media packages. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. Contact us today at bbaylor at gmail.com or you can go to the website at bbaylor.net. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The boroughs are New York City. The burbs are everywhere else. Real estate is the ultimate game of risk and reward. It's the biggest investment most people ever make. Fortunes are made over a lifetime and lost in a day. And we're not playing with Monopoly money. How do you stay ahead? Who's buying? Who's selling? And why? What do they know? We want the truth. You need an edge. Burrows and Burbs is your secret weapon to giving you the insider knowledge and strategies you need to succeed in the high-stakes world of real estate. From Palm Beach to Palm Springs, Manhattan to Malibu, we press the experts to expose the pain, find the deals, and occasionally predict the future. That's Burrows and Burbs, 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific, because everyone can make money in real estate. Welcome back to the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint Podcast with host B. Baylor. Have a question for B or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5787. That's 866-472-5787. Now back to the show. All right. Welcome, welcome back. And we're going to continue um, to talk about this juicy conversation of manifesting the life that I didn't know I could have. And you're saying, oh, B, what do you mean? Well, after my heart attack, I manifested 
a life of glamping. And to me, I had to move out of a my luxury apartment into a small space, 40 foot, beautiful fifth wheel. And that is how I lived my life to heal uh my my heart and it was so amazing because that was not a lifestyle like how am I gonna get out of this RV with my high heels and my two-piece suit on it's like just pitch the heels out and just get them when you get down yeah and so that was the lifestyle Karen so let's continue to talk about this and I want to uh, dive deep into eating healthy right let me just say this about you and your 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 little fifth wheel. Sometimes we have to step back to move forward. And, and what others think is really devastating to move backwards sometimes is, is the best thing that could have ever happened to us. But let's talk about the food thing. So the Thank one you. thing that I've learned is that everybody can't do every diet. And and second of all, we shouldn't really be dieting. We should be living in a way that's sustainable so that we can maintain a healthy weight, which does not always mean that you should be 130 pounds or 160 pounds. There are some very healthy people at 200 pounds. So what when I discovered Ayurveda, what Ayurveda did for me was we take a it's it's almost like a personality test, but it it, can, it encompasses your your whole body, your mind, body, and soul. And I found out what my dosha is. That's our our constitution that we're born with. It's it's it, and there's only three doshas. And with that dosha, you find out what foods your body is sensitive to, meaning you should not eat or you should do in moderation. And if you look at it, when you take your test and you you look at what foods they tell you, you'll discover that they've been foods that you've probably been kind of fighting with all your life. It gives you heartburn and indigestion, you get constipated, all of that. So what Ayurveda does is it it tells you what foods that you should eat to stay in balance. And if you find yourself out of balance, then you need to to get really strict on these specific foods. The other thing, the other thing is making sure that you're doing some kind of movement every day. You don't have to run a marathon. And in fact, as we get older, we need movement, but we need to make sure that we're not doing movement that can hurt us because if I go, my doctor says my heart rate shouldn't go over 126 beats a minute when I'm exercising. You know, until I become a professional athlete, that's plenty of that's plenty of stress on my particular heart at this particular time at this fitness level. So we have to learn those type of things in order for us to to be healthy. So the food thing, we've got to stop focusing on diet and start thinking about eating whole foods. So I'm also a Cornell University um, um, sort of certified whole food plant-based nutrition specialist. And what that means is trying not to eat foods that have been processed like breads, pastas, sausages, <laughs> you know, all the stuff that tastes good. Right, now, I, good. I mean, I, I'll give you full disclosure. I could eat bread, cheese, and wine all day, every day. And I'd be okay. That's my, that's my food group that I'm in love with. Right. But I know that I'm I'm not supposed to eat um, cheese every day. 
I'm not supposed to eat um, bread and butter every day. I could. I do Ezekiel bread because it's sprouted grains. But we've got to learn to begin to eat foods in the in the the form in which they were they're grown. Okay, not to say you can't eat meat, but we need to know where our meat is coming from. We just need to stop eating our meats from these big institutionalized containers that they have thousands and thousands of chickens in one place. So just get smart about the foods that you eat, organic foods, clean foods, um, those things that your body can easily digest. When we eat too many processed things, our bodies aren't quite sure what, what it's supposed to do with that. And so we've got to learn to stop worrying about being on a diet. But if you just start, if you start there with just whole foods, whole foods, I bet you would lose some of the weight that you're trying to lose and you get healthier. Because what are whole foods? Fruits, vegetables, grains, legumes, right? You can still have some dairy, um, but you know, it depends on on your situation and, and your health on how much dairy you're supposed to have. I, I tend cheese is probably the only dairy I eat. I do almond milk uh, otherwise um, because I know I want to eat cheese. So therefore <laughs> I have to give up something else. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, mindset, yeah. Karen. Um the mindset mm-hmm. because in this world that we're it's a fast paced world. We right. wake up, we go, go, go. We gotta, you know, what I gotta hurry up, gotta hurry up, gotta do right. this. The kids and meditation. How do you incorporate that into your lifestyle and be consistent with it? Well, first of all, you have to make it a priority. Nothing becomes consistent without it being priority in your life. And you have to decide that it's important enough that you want to do it every day. The other thing is you have to set up a time that you're going, that you can do it. Um, When my kids were at home, when I was dealing with family, I would get up early before everybody else got up and I'd go to my living room and I'd sit on my couch in the quiet. And that's where I would do my meditation before everybody else woke up. A lot of people say, well, I don't have I don't want to have to get up any earlier, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's you deciding what's important to you. If it's important to you, then you have to find a way to make the time. The other thing I tell people is if you've only got 10 minutes and you're at work, go to your car. Don't turn on the music and sit in your car for 10 minutes and meditate. There are the only thing that we require for meditation is one that you be comfortable so that you can sustain the amount of time you need to sit. The other thing is if you say you're going to meditate for 10 minutes, meditate for 10 minutes, set a timer on your phone and and actually meditate for 10 minutes. If you're going 15 or 20, then you do it for the amount of time that you say. If you start at 10 you'll eventually get to 20. It's a practice. That's why I call it a meditation practice because just like exercising or anything else, it takes you a while to get used to sitting still um, and being calm long enough to get to a a 30 minute time span, which is what the, the optimum time for meditation would be 30 minutes. But if you can only do 10, do 10 twice a day. That that's perfect. Um, the other thing is recognizing that meditation, when you meditate, you're going to have thoughts. Most people say, I can't meditate because I can't keep my thought. I can't just stop my brain from thinking. 
you're, you're, you can't stop your brain from thinking. And it's very important to know that up front. So what I do is primordial sound meditation where I give you a mantra to kind of run in the back of your head subconsciously. So while you're meditating, you're saying this mantra over and over and over and over again. What you do when you realize, all of a sudden you'll realize, okay, I'm not saying the mantra anymore. I'm having a thought. Then you gently redirect your attention back to the mantra. That's the little game you kind of play when you're meditating. And eventually the time gets longer that you're able to not have a thought but you're that's also when you find you've been asking yourself a question about whether you should what should I move to Panama or not should I move to Panama or not and then while you're meditating all of a sudden all of a sudden you see the vision you see you see it come to you that that is the decision that you're supposed to be making so it's not necessarily that you you completely don't think of anything. Sometimes that's where you find out all the answers to all the questions that you need. But it's the time that you need to spend because we lay our bodies down to sleep, but we never let our, our minds stop. And this helps with Alzheimer's. It helps with stress. It helps with high blood pressure all kinds of things. Um, we even can grow new neurons as an older person. So we don't have to be forgetful if you learn to meditate. So it, it is important to just take some time. Even if you don't meditate, just take some time to be still and try not to have the TV on or the radio on or something. Yeah, there's noise. It's just overwhelming to, to have the noise. Uh, yes. Block the noise. Block sometimes. Step away from the cell phone. Those yes. things that are so distracting is yeah. one of the things. Uh, Karen, you know. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, you know, people are talking about they're struggling with being able to sleep, um, a sound will sleep, and one of the things you you can do is 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 to set up a play, uh, set up a, uh, a procedure for you to have a more calming evening before you get ready to go to bed, you know, so don't watch the news and don't, you know, don't watch SVU and don't watch some of these things or, or read things that, that upset you put on some, some essential oils and, and, um, and sit back and, and read a book. So what I hear you saying, Karen, is that we can heal our bodies. We can we absolutely can. Only 5% of what we've been told are inherited diseases are actually inherited. 5%. That means the rest of us that have been told that you're going to have blood, high blood pressure because your mama did, you're going to have heart disease because your mama did. That's not true. You can make a decision on your lifestyle to stop some of that. Some 5% cannot, but the rest of us if we would just make choices to heal our bodies, because our bodies were built to heal itself, to be honest, it is it it can do it with the right with the right attention and and being able to stop putting some of the toxins that we're putting in our bodies. It was meant to heal, and we just need to learn how to sit sit still and let our bodies do what they're supposed to do. There are some daily routines that we can do that that encourage that. And that's one of those Karen, things that I, I talk about in my classes. And you, in your classes are every Saturday? So I do three meditation groups a week. 
um, two online on Zoom Wednesday night and Saturday mornings. And then I do one in person here in Panama. And then once a month at the first Sunday of every month, I do an intro, the basics and benefits of meditation. It's a free workshop, one hour. Um, and then uh, uh, once every two months, I do intro to uh, Ayurveda. Right now, I'm we're in the second week of my 28-day total well-being challenge. I do that every quarter. Um, so we just started a group this week, and I'll be doing another one uh, right after the first of the year. So for people that want to help get rid of some of that holiday heaviness and and start a new program for the year or learn some new things. I don't call them, you know, we don't do what everybody else does. <clears throat> Excuse me. But if you want to try some um, to get healthier for the year um, and learn some new new processes and procedures, we'll be doing that in January. And um, you'll be sending that information over Karen, for me to share, because I, I'd love to bring, you know, bring a group and encourage a lot of women that this is the time if you want to work with Karen to step out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. Because, Get rid of the you, anxiety. You know, people, yes. so many people are dealing with anxiety right now. It's so sad. I've got several women in my group right now that have had serious anxiety situations until they started meditating. And they still every now and then they have a have a, a setback. But they say, but at least now I have the skills. I have something that can help me with the breathing exercises and the meditation that can help me calm myself. So I'm not going to the emergency room. You know, it's just we've we've got to learn to help calm ourselves. Um, like we did with babies with pacifiers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just do, do the med meditation. So manifesting, Karen, um, I want to step back a little mm -hmm. bit. And for women who want to build a business, who want to move away from their career, or um, write a book, or mm -hmm. you're not happy. I'm, I'm, I have a book um, out called We Choose Joy. Right. But you have to manifest that because right. getting out of your comfort zone. Right. Intentionally. What, right. Talk about so what that. does manifestation means? Manifesting means believing and being able to visualize. I do a lot of visualization um, uh, meditation things with my groups because you have to be able to see it right now. I want you to sit and close your eyes and think about something that you've been fearful of. Think about what you, what's keeping you from doing something that you've been dreaming of all your life. And then close your eyes and think about what would my life look like if I actually did it? What would how would my life change if I actually did it? And what would it what would it hurt if I did it? If you know who who am I hurting other than myself by not doing it? And so we just have to believe that we can. We've got to visualize the 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 outcome, and we have to trust that the the universe is actually going to work out the details for us. Sometimes we can't see the, the we can't see it like it's going to show up. I never thought I would be in Panama 
I wanted to live by the beach, but I thought it was going to be in Galveston or Port Aransas. Or I never Aransas thought it would. I never thought it would be in Panama. You know, right. and then there are times when when we're shown the signs are called synchronicities. We call them coincidences. When you begin to make the right choices, things just automatically line up on your line up positively, leading you in the direct way. And you just got to be conscious of that and be aware. We can manifest anything we want. You know, what just came up for me, Karen, is really thinking about the the women, especially single women, where they are always hustling, just going, and the kids, the job. The, can you imagine that stress? Yes. And you just I said can. that you, you had to remove some of that um, toxic. And I just, I don't want to deal with women that are out for the hustle because right. I already know what road they're going to go down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want to say, well, your horses, right. Because all of this stuff that you're doing is not going to work out for you. Right. So you really have to stop and breathe and, um, allow the universe to, be a and, and stop listening to everybody else tell you what you need to do. You know, you you go and you tell your girlfriends, well, I want to do this. Well, you know, the haters going to hate. The haters going to hate, going to hate, going to hate. And then there are those that are just fearful for you making that decision. My mother was fearful for me to come to Panama. So, you know, they put their own fears on you. But you have to, so when you make, when you're ready to make a move and as a a single parent, concentrate on you and your children and and being happy so that you develop happy, healthy kids. You know, we influence our children the first seven years of their lives. We change their whole personalities in those first seven years if we don't allow them to be who they were intended to be on this earth. They came here for a purpose too. And so you have to, as a mother, be happy and healthy so that you raise happy, healthy children. Your home needs to be happy and healthy. So you've got to find what makes you happy in order to create an environment for for us to raise the next generations. To me, that's luxury. That's luxury. That's what luxury is. Not a big screen TV. Not and one of the exactly. nicest getting your phone. nails done every week. No, going none of that. Done. that yeah. when you could find that inner peace. Yeah, and and you just took a thirty day trip. I did to Hawaii, Hawaii, and Tahiti. I manifested that real quick before the show is over. I always wanted to go to Tahiti for twenty five years. I wanted to go to Tahiti. Three times we tried to go to Tahiti and we couldn't get there because of COVID or whatever happened. Then my manifestation became, I want to go to Tahiti with my children, not just my husband and I, but with my kids. And this year we were able to go with the kids. It, I had no money when I put that deposit down on that cruise, none. But guess wow. what? We did 24 days. And my kids were on the ship with us. It was amazing. I, I, I saw that was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you share pictures. So I, yeah. I definitely saw that. Yeah. Karen, tell us again how we can attend your meditation groups. First, contact me by WhatsApp. 
If you have WhatsApp or by phone, you can text me 1-512-529-3696 or send me an email. I guess the easiest one to give you is karenduncan1007 at gmail.com. And I'll send you the schedule. It's also on my Facebook. It's on my um, uh, Instagram. I post all the time, Karen Duncan. I've got posts every, I post the links every day. Um, And I do daily affirmations for people that want daily affirmations. I have a WhatsApp group. I send it out every morning. Yes. And I have definitely um, saw those and they are wonderful, uh, Karen. So Listen, guys, everyone, the journey of manifestation uh, is the life you never knew you could dream of by doing what Karen has taught us. She has given you a blueprint. And just hearing Karen's story of her transformative process has blown me away. But she showed us that manifestation is possible. Absolutely. Guys, I I want you guys to uh, reach out to Karen and make sure that you attend her or, you know, ask her about this retreat, because I definitely am going to do that. And Karen's definitely going to give a complimentary meditation to Absolutely. me, because sometimes after the <laughs> podcast, I go, oh, my goodness. Yeah. But guys, Karen, thank you so much. You, Absolutely. Have, you have just really given us uh, the blueprint of what your luxury lifestyle is like in Panama. And I know that whatever you want and your heart desire, you can have it. And so I cannot wait for the next episode with uh, Linda Laird, the creator of We Choose Joy, Repack and Hung, who will be coming on October the 31st at 2 p.m., to talk about the book that is launched. And I cannot wait. If you have a question for Karen Duncan, and and you should, <laughs> that's one of the things we, we as women, um, we need to learn to support one another. If you knew how luxury my life is, you would want to be a part of it. Right, Karen? Yes, absolutely. Because... It's inner peace. And so when you're with me, you're going to get the authentic B. You don't have to put on a show. You could just be yourself. So I want everyone to have a great week. Karen, you rock. You have given us some juicy, juicy stuff. I cannot (laughs) believe it. And we want to work with you again. We want to see you come back on. Have a great week and y'all be safe. You're watching the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint with B. Baylor. My guest, go manifest. Do what you need to do to make things happen for you. We'll talk later. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today on the Luxury Lifestyle Blueprint Podcast with B. Baylor. We hope today's discussion has helped you to make positive changes that will set the blueprint for living your luxurious lifestyle. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.